Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? All right, welcome to another episode. <laughs> bow, bow. No. Bow, bow, bow. If you guys don't stop with the stupid fake sign, I think we've I think we've kept that going. I, don't know. We, I know, and I we could it. add a, like I would love to add a real one. I would love no, to just a real air horn. Bring one, bring one then. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you, hey, you, you won't. won't. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> but uh, hey, those are obviously our lovely co-hosts. I'm lovely today, Will and Heather. And I went first. You heard my name go first. You yeah. know, it's always a competition. I feel like I gotta mix it up. I can't. It's I can't pick my favorite kid. All right, it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> so he's our father. Um, <laughs> That's what I got from that. It's a bad analogy. There are a lot of holes in it. Terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, one of I your worst. Even, I just shouldn't have even gone with it. Let's just move on. And that was a hard thing to decide. <laughs> that was, yeah. All right, you're gonna Bravo. see why that Bravo. was so no, funny. Was okay, um, oh, because gosh. recently I had a conversation. Uh, with a guy, and it, it, this premise is uh, doing hard things. So that's a hard conversation there. Mm-hmm. Um, but n- it was fascinating, okay, because if you've listened to any of our What Are the Point podcasts, mm-hmm. which, by the way, welcome to What Is the Point. Did I say that? You didn't. You didn't. It felt like there was something missing, but I, I couldn't figure out what it is. Welcome. So. Welcome. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if you've listened to any past, you know, What, are the, what Is the Point podcasts, then you'd know like for a lot of us, a lot of the things that we say are usually, you know, grace-filled and mercy-filled because that's what mm-hmm. – obviously it's like, man, we believe that's a heart of Jesus. Um, we also know that there is like discipline has to be applied in certain areas of life. Like we understand that like um, that dichotomy between the two. But at the end of the day, we also know that it's burdens light. Mm-hmm. And his yoke is easy. And so <laughs> usually we can hold our hat on that and lean on that. But I had this conversation with this business owner. He, ha- he owns like three businesses. Um, you know, he was just talking about what has made him the person that he is today. And one of the things he said was he's just like, I do hard things. Hmm. And I was like, that's a fascinating thing. And I've heard a lot of people talk about doing hard things, and it's always sounded very gross to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, you know, I'm going on this diet, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and blah, 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 and every single day, and I'm like, okay, go for it. Like, that doesn't sound fun to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, like, is it people who are like, I'm going to be the Navy SEAL Christians, like, I'm going to work so hard, I'm going to, I pray, and I do this, and I'm like, okay, I just, I think you're doing it wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think God needs more. I think, you know, I just think he wants your heart. Like, I, mm-hmm. there's a lot, wow. like, there's a lot of things there that I'm just like, every time somebody usually talks about doing hard things, it kind of sounds gross to me. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I, I want to let you know, like, you don't have to earn it with God. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't. But I talked to this guy and he inspired me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. He talked about, he's just like, and, and the, the type of things that he'd talk about, he's like, he like talked about his, 
uh, wife, like they own chickens or whatever. And the whole time he's like, you want the chickens? You take care of the chickens. Okay. I'm sure we, everybody's had that conversation. Like you want the dog, you take care of the dog. Yep. Yeah. And then you want that the kid, other you person. Say, no, 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 yeah. no, no, it doesn't work no, that way. No, sorry, Does not sorry. work that way. Stop. Uh, all right, Stop. Draw bad. the line there. You're not babysitting. Yeah. It's your kid. Okay. Right. Right. Um, but yes, we've all heard that. It's like, you want to take care of the dog, you take care of the dog. And then they end up taking care of the dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but he was talking about this, you know, and like chickens, he's like, you know what? He's like, anytime that I, I immediately I sit down, right? As soon as you sit down, that's when you get asked to do something. <laughs> um, he's like, oh, I left the chicken coop open or we got to take it. He's like, you know what? He's like, I always just do the hard thing. Mm. I do the hard thing because it makes me into the person that I want to be. Mm. And I'm like, it's very fascinating. It was very interesting. And um, I just wanted to talk about it in this podcast because I think it's helpful to talk about hard things. To be like, okay, what are some hard things that – um, not everything is easy breezy, and sometimes things are hard, and I think you can still be following the path of Christ. I, I, I'm not for sure. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to talk to you guys about it. So mm-hmm. well, one of the questions that I have um, is, like, it, do you think this is, like, a common thought or practice for young adults? Like, do you think, like, doing hard things is something that's just like, well, I'm just used to that? Or do we, like, think that we do hard things and we really don't? Totally. Or is it the opposite? Is it, like, no, do easy things and that's the right way? What do you yeah. Think? Yeah. Well, I think it's easy to overgeneralize and that's kind of something that's hard to generalize is like doing hard things because something that's hard to you might not be hard to me. Um, so I think there's a little subjectivity there, but I would just say, um, that it's probably a little more uncommon, um, for young adults to just be like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do the hard things, you know, in this season of my life. And, um, I think, I, I don't think that's a young adult thing. I think that's a human thing that mm-hmm. we just prefer, you know, the path of least resistance. And I think if given the choice, <clears throat> most of us are going to say like, yeah, I would choose comfort over discomfort or I would choose easy things over hard things. Um, I mean, that's the whole principle. I- I'm sure you guys have heard of like hedonic, um, the hedonic principle in, in school of thought. <laughs> yeah. Hedonic yeah, adaptation. Have you heard yeah, that? But there are listeners out stop. here who have not Okay, well, it's like this big philosophy um, in psychology of like, that is something that innately we are as humans is like, we just, we want the easier path. And so um, I think in our young adult season, it's definitely easy to to want the easier path more than the hard path, because um, there's a lot of uncertainty in this time in our lives. And, and frankly, there's just so many different ways that our life can go. And so um, usually at this point in our lives, we've kind of had the path to least resistance, right? Through a lot of just, um, systems and just, you know, again, overgeneralization. Some people young in their life have had, you know, really hard things. But, um, so I think it's more, less, less of a young adults thing and more of just a human thing that typically most of us would prefer kind of just the easier things than the hard things. The easy life. No, I agree. I think just even, Thinking about this question, I'm like, is is that like a is that an uncommon you know type deal or whatever? And I'm like, I think everybody does hard things. I think everybody at some point is, is so. I don't think anyone's like, oh, like I never do hard things. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. things are hard. Like if you're in school, then like you take a test. Okay, that's hard. But mm-hmm. like you're in people are in environments where they have to do hard things, mm-hmm. and I think choosing to do the hard things, I think that's what's uncommon. If mm-hmm. that makes that's sense. Good. Like, yeah. it like I think. When you're not in the in controlled environment, I think that's where the the difference is. Mm-hmm. If, I, I'm, I'm trying to flesh this out as I'm thinking through it because what you said was really good. But I, I think we naturally go to the easy route, but also what feels right. Mm-hmm. And I think that those those aren't always on the same page. Like those aren't always right. the like, okay, this is what feels right. 
even though there's this hard thing over here that I'm mm-hmm. supposed to do, mm-hmm. but like your feelings aren't aren't necessarily the driving force for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of rambling here, but I think the just that making the choice when the choice is 100% up to you, I think in young adults, it it may be, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if it's a as much of a common thing right now <laughs> as much as it is like, okay, this is what feels right. This mm-hmm. is what... Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go do because it is the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. Not saying that young adults don't work hard, like you said. Like <laughs> I don't want the over you yeah. know generalization, but uh, making that choice to do that. I don't know. I'm saying a lot of nothing right there. No, I like. I, and what I do think, you think, John? I think. What do you think? Yeah, not, come on, Dad. Let's go, pops. Well, I think there's such a dichotomy between you know we're we're talking about young adults and adults, right? Yeah. Or you know, and or generational. We that's what we're basically talking about: generations, right? Yeah. What's the difference between millennials and Gen Xers and boomers? <laughs> you know, yeah, really. And then we're like, for me, I also think through. I'm like spiritually and physically. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are two completely different things, but I don't think any of this is different. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm with you. Like, yeah. Heather, you kind of lumped it all into, like, this is a humanity thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way of you can't just compartmentalize your life. You can't be super disciplined spiritually and then be like, well, every other area of my life, I'm laissez-faire. No, that, that doesn't – <laughs> yeah. that kind of – that doesn't work. Yeah. Like, eventually – um, you know, you become you in every aspect of your life. Mm. So I like what you said, Will, of it's a choice. I think yeah. we don't choose hard things. That's right. right. Some of us, we position ourselves where we have to do hard things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key yeah. of saying like, how have we positioned ourselves to do hard things? Mm. Um, because I don't think I'll ever choose it. <laughs> like if, if Mel, yeah. no, yeah, yeah if no. Mel's like, hey, can you do the dishes, take out, like, do, uh, you know, take out the trash, do the laundry and put the kids to bed? I'd be like, no. <laughs> like, why are you asking me to do that? Um, now, I love my wife. I have a phenomenal fam- family. Uh, I love my house, so I want to take care of it. Mm-hmm. I position myself in a spot where I'm like, yeah, I want to do those things because mm-hmm. that is actually like stewarding the gifts that God's given mm-hmm. me and um, understanding that like I position myself to put myself in a choice to be able to do those hard things is important. And I think it develops something in you. So my question is this, what's the benefit of doing hard things? Yeah. And I know we're, you know, I, I we're really talking about one small sphere of doing hard things, but I mean, <laughs> this could apply to every aspect of our life. Yeah. Totally. Well, and it's you just touched on it right there at the very end is just being a good steward of of what you have. Um, but also like, you know, I think of anything that was like super hard for me in my life. One, most of those things are now not as hard (laughs) because I've done them. Right. And because I've seen the benefit and the fruit of what happens when I do those hard things. And so, um, you know, one, they begin to feel easier, but two, like the, the amount of growth that I've had in those seasons and in just those moments of things that were so hard, I feel like I've grown so much more from those than I have from all of those easy moments, right? And so, you know, I mean, I'm even thinking like of the three of us, right? Like we all started in a place where like our first time speaking at young adults or wherever it was where we spoke, like that was probably really hard, right? Mm -hmm. I know for me it was. Like I was really nervous. Like I didn't know the first thing about putting a message together. Um, And you guys have spoken way more than I have and on bigger stages, but I'm sure it relate, you relate to the fact of like, Man, looking at my first message to my most recent message, like so much growth there, both in like, you know, the technical, like putting the message together, but the stage presence and just the feeling before, you know. And so, I mean, that's just one example of so many. I'm sure that the three of us could say like, yeah, like because I did a hard thing, one, I got better and this got easier. But two, like lives were changed in that process. Like 
through our vulnerability and through your, you know, just taking a step and doing a hard thing, like I'm, I'm sure there have been people's lives that have been impacted because of that. And to me, that makes it all worth it. Yeah, which a couple things to got to me. One, this is the biggest stage all of us have spoken in. Okay, so chill. <laughs> this podcast, come on, baby. No. <laughs> uh, two, yeah, I love what you're saying because doing the hard things is not about you. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, but I have to do the hard things. Mm-hmm. Cool. You do the hard things. So uh, one, it does develop something in you, but two, mm-hmm. it benefits somebody else. Mm-hmm. So there's like a dual approach to life. Totally. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, and Heather said it there, is this the growth. It's mm-hmm. like the first thought. It's like, oh, man, like in every difficult situation that I, I walked through, hard thing that I had to face and made the choice to do, there's a growth that came out of that. And then when I look back on it, I'm like, man, I'm almost thankful that mm-hmm. I either had to go through that, like I was forced to do that, forced to do a hard thing, or I chose to chose to do it. I look back at the life and I'm like, oh, man, like one the, 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 I guess the fear of like, oh man, it wasn't that bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Totally. Like there is that like, oh man, this is going to be so tough. And you kind of like psych yourself out of these things. And I'm Always, like, how many yeah. opportunities did you miss because you didn't even try? And so I, I look back at some things and I'm like, oh man, I thought that conversation was going to be really difficult. Mm-hmm. And I look back and I'm like, oh, it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought waking up 30 minutes earlier was going to be the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Nah, it really wasn't that bad. And so it's like, it's stuff like that. Now to get me wrong, get me wrong. There are definitely some like hard things that I look back and I'm like, wow, that sucked. I never want to go through that <laughs> yeah. again. But if I do go through that again, I know I can do better it. Prepared, I, I can yeah. better prepare. I know that I'm strong enough to make it through a situation like this again. I know that uh, I'm more equipped and I mm-hmm. and I understand. So uh, and I believe in myself to do it. Like mm-hmm. if there's like I remember there have been situations within my marriage that have been difficult. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that was terrible. That was a horrible season. But I'm like, man, if, if it's something like that, like we get into this rut again, mm-hmm. then I know that I, I don't have to pull the fire alarm. I know how to handle this. I know that we're going to be okay. If we're in a tough financial season, I know I'm like, okay, God's faithful. We've been here before. Mm -hmm. He'll take care of us then. He'll take care of us now. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, so it's, it's, you just get a lot of growth Mm -hmm. when you, when, when you go through hard things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's this thing called uh, a Masogi. Um, which I know I'm hitting you with a Heather the Harmon. Words, Heather, yeah, Heather, the Heather words, the words today. Okay, and you guys have like totally heard of this, right? Because <laughs> like, like it's like totally everybody knows it. The Miyagi, um, got it. Yeah, yes, uh, yeah. 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 No, no. So oh there's this Misogi. It's the art of doing something hard one day of the year, and that like thing that you did actually affects the next 364 days. Mm. I know you heard of that, but it, it, it's like kind of this like Japanese like ritual ceremony type of thing where they take this big trek um, to this like really far away waterfall, and it's this really hard thing that they do, um, but it makes ev- it makes the next 364 days of the year easier. Mm. Um, and, and it's a fascinating thing because it, it, it's like, would you choose that? Would you choose one day of hell to have 364 days of heaven? You'd be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> heck yeah. You know, and, and for so many of us, like in our 24-hour day, mm-hmm. we don't want three minutes mm-hmm. of yeah. like, oh, I had to get up and go do that. I yeah. had to make that phone call, right? <laughs> I had to, you know, we were just talking about that before. He looked at me um, with very judgmental eyes. We have to have that one conversation. We have mm-hmm. to, you know, release some bitterness and anger. We, I had to, re- you know, it, it, there's those things where it's like, you just put that in a smaller perspective, mm-hmm. right? If you, it, we have this um, ism here at North Point, it's called eat the frog. Yeah. It's weird. It's um, very weird. But it's basically like a but frog. But I've been saying not, it all week. I'm I know, right? <laughs> it's like a frog's not going to, 
going to taste good. So just right. like eat it and eat it, eat it, eat it right out of the gate. Like you're going to have just, to do it eventually. You're going to have to do it eventually. Yep. So why not like don't chew, don't like take your time and chew it and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, just get it over with. Wow. Just, you know, eat it. And because um, if not, you'll dwell on it for the next 24 hours. And then that 24 becomes 48. That 48 yep. becomes 72. That's 72 right. because like, now you're weeks down the road and literally your mind has been consumed with that one thing that you could have just knocked out right. yep. in an hour. Um, it is, it's a fascinating concept. But tell, tell me this. So we kind of talked about some of the good things <laughs> of doing hard things. What are some of the downfalls <laughs> of doing hard things? Where you're like, this sucks because we're kind of talking about like when you get to that other side, it's yeah. so great, yeah. right? The 364 day. Tell me about the the one day. Totally. Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's the obvious answer of like doing hard things is hard. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. and again, back to uh, just as a reminder, what I knew and you guys didn't, the yeah. hedonic. <laughs> what is it? The, hud, the, hud, the little huddy. The huddy? Uh, the huddy. Hedonic principle um, is like we just, we want that flexibility and the easiness of life right mm-hmm. and so of course like it, it's hard going through hard things and just nobody <laughs> wants to do it and so it's uncomfortable and and I think you know Will I know for sure you relate to this and we've had several conversations about this too but hard things are often one of the big fears in in doing hard things is the thought of failure yeah um, and, and for some people, like that's, that's really scary for us, mm-hmm. people like me and you. And so, um, but even then, like, you know, when, when I'm thinking through this, like it's, it's hard for me to find something that I can't ultimately spin and say, but even then, like there's growth there. Like even then, like, okay, so what if I fail? I'm going to learn from that. Like right. there are so many failures that I can look back in my life and, and point to and say like, man, I learned way more there in that moment of failure and that moment of uncomfortability than I did in any moment of comfortability, you know? So, I mean, it, it's hard not to spin any of those things, right? Because yeah, like doing hard things is hard and you kind of hinted at this a little bit earlier too, but for me in the moment of those really hard things or those really hard decisions or hard days, I'm just like, like, just think of future me, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and exactly. if I do this today, man, six months from now, I'm going to look back and I'm going to be like, Oh, thank you. Like, just thank God that you chose the hard thing in that moment. And those can be really big things that can be like, I'm going to be glad tomorrow when I wake up and I ran the dishwasher last night. Like, yeah. you know, like, yes. or thank God I invested in my Roth IRA so I can retire. Hundred you know what I say? Or thank, there's mm. so many things where 100%. it's like, this sucks in the present. Absolutely. You're, you're right on. Yeah. And just having that future outlook. Uh, yeah. You're more thankful for, but in the present it's awful. Totally. Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. And that's, I think what you just said was dead on. Cause it's, it, you, okay. So let me answer a question. So, what's the downfall of doing hard things is that you might not get it right the first time. And that's mm-hmm. the, I think that's the part that uh, keeps me from doing that is that, <laughs> yep. is that I'm like, Hey, what if I get this wrong? What if I fail? And it, what is the, I, I, I'm going to butcher this quote, but it's who's the light bulb guy. Who's who, Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Is that who it is? <laughs> is that who it is? I don't know. I figured out <laughs> like it. when it was like, it, I don't know. Y'all know what exactly Edison what I'm Bolt. talking about. Thomas Edison. Y'all know what I'm talking about where it's like, oh, there's a thousand ways to not create the light bulb. That's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you guys got it. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, it's it's that thought. It's just like, oh, when he finally did it, it's, it's like, no, I didn't fail. I spin it just like you were saying. Like, no, oh, I learned not. I learned how not to do it. It was never about the destination. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So it was, it was, so. I think that was. I think that's the the downfall of doing the hard things. It's just that 
you may have to keep trying. You may have mm-hmm. to keep trying to do different methods. You may have to look at a different approach. You may, oh, you went to the gym one time. Oh, it didn't work out. Okay, well, you still want the, you still want this outcome. You still want to do this, but your destination may, your route may look different now. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the difficulty for some people is that it's going to take some time. So there's some patience that's involved in there. There's some, uh, you know, maybe some unorthodox approaches that you have to take to this, but uh, you have to keep trying. And I think that's the the downfalls. People don't want to keep trying over and over yeah, and over and again. And even just having the perspective that like growth opportunities aren't in the way of your destination. They're just on the way. <laughs> like mm. it, it's not like, man, I just, I, need, I guess I need to take a different route. I guess I need mm-hmm. to, no, you need to accept that as you grow, you are going to have to do hard things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just no way around it. There's no easy shortcut you can take. Um, it just has to happen. And I think one of the things that's so hard for me doing hard things, and I, I probably relate it to the small scale. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's hard when I feel disrespected to then like go do something for you. It's hard when I like, like those are the things that I'm like, that's hard for me. Yeah. Right. Um, and what's hard is laying down my pride. It's hard <laughs> yeah. because I feel right. entitled. Hmm. Right. It's hard because I'm, I'm paying for your decisions. Yeah. Like that's what that's what's so hard is like I didn't even choose this. That's when it's hard <laughs> wow. because again it's like yeah. well we don't we don't like to choose it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if it's like if I didn't even choose it, right? And I have to deal with your problem. Like mm-hmm. I now have to you know do all these things that you know you asked me to do, or I have to clean up your mess, or I. And again, it's entitlement. Mm-hmm. Like somebody else cleaned up my mess for yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it, that is that is what's what's interesting when I didn't choose it. And I think that's the adult part of being a young adult. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. The, the, the nice part is the young part. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the harder part is the adult part. And like evolving, like transcending and including to go to that next level to evolve, like that's what happens, mm. right? You, you have to do hard things. It develops well-formed maturity within you. I think that's in scripture. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like it, it actually does that. And I think a lot of us are like, you know, we're 20 and we're like, oh, I'm mature. Um, I, like, I don't know. <laughs> um, and, and here's what I want to get out of the way first and foremost. Mm-hmm is like if you failed on your Bible reading plan or if you, you know, didn't go to the gym today and you're feeling guilty. <laughs> like our goal is not to make you feel guilty right. and uh, bad about these things because here's not the thing. All. We don't want you to sustain something that's unsustainable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're doing 75 hard 365 days of the year, wow. like then you're you're, do, like, you're doing it wrong. Wow. Yeah. Like that that's not going to work. So I'm not right. saying like you just need to be a robot and wake up at 5 a.m. every morning yeah. and wake up and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, what you need to do is is you need to figure out um, what areas of your life you want that well-formed maturity in. Mm-hmm. And you are probably going to have to do some different things that are new for you and hard for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that's kind of what we're getting at. And so he, here's this kind of last question I want to ask because it kind of hones in on that um, angle right there. Mm-hmm. Is how do you know if you should stop doing something <laughs> or keep doing it? Like, yeah. like if something's mm-hmm. hard, there are some things, to be honest, you should stop doing. Yeah. yeah. And it is hard. Um, you know, your life's actually going to get easier when you stop doing it. And it's actually a good thing for you. There are other things that you're going to need to keep doing Mm -hmm. because it actually is going to form well-formed maturity Mm -hmm. within you. So, um, and does it like, I I don't know, does it affect that decision if it's hard? Like, I don't know. So, so what, how do you know if you should stop it or if you should keep doing it? Yeah. 
Well, and this is, again, one of those things that is super subjective (laughs) because some of that you do have to internalize and look inside yourself and say, okay, this has actually reached a level of unhealth for me. So there's a difference between a hard thing and an unhealthy thing. Um, and it's different, right. For, for all of us. But I mean, and for me and and John, you just kind of said this, like there are some things that you're going to have to quit and it's hard to quit by the way, quitting is a hard thing. Um, but so is holding on to something unsustainably and unhealthily. And, um, honestly, that's something that I've been walking through a lot in the last six months and and, in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I was at a point in my career where I, career where I had reached honestly just like complete burnout and my job was hard. <laughs> like the act of doing my job was hard. And for me, it got to the point where, you know, just looking back on my life, I have never taken the time for that pause and just the reflection. And we've talked about this on previous podcasts, right? Of like the power of pausing and Mm -hmm. just like reflecting. And I finally did that. And I just realized like, for me in this moment, this isn't just a hard thing. This is an unhealthy thing. And it's something that I'm going to have to like take the time to address in myself before that I can be in a level of health with this. And so I quit my job. Um, and I'm not saying like, that's the, like, if your job is hard, like you should quit. Like there's very practical things that you have to. <laughs> Which here's the deal. If you quit your job, yeah. now you have other hard things to do. 100%. Yeah. So it's like, right. yeah. And there's things that you have to say no to that you used to say yes to. Yes. And, and, you know, just like silly little like things like $6 coffee every day and stuff like that. But um, it got to a level of unhealth for me, both mentally and physically, that I just knew that that was a thing that that I needed to quit. And so, um you know, there, there are hard things and I'm glad that you said it, John, that are just out of our control. Um, you know, like my, I have a lot of family health issues right now. That's a really hard thing. Like, and I had, the fact is I have so little control over that situation, but I know that there are things that I can do that are hard. Like it's hard to show up Mm -hmm. (laughs) for my family. I'm getting emotional for my family in this moment, but like, I know it's so important for both them, but for me too, you know, and I'm processing a lot of that, like through therapy and stuff. (laughs) Um, But she had just, my therapist had asked me the question of like, okay, but what are you doing like for yourself right now? Like, what are you doing, you know, to make sure that you maintain a level of health? And I like, couldn't think of anything, you know? And she's like, well, what would it look like? And I was like, I, the only thing that I can think of is like, I don't know, like taking a trip or something, but I just can't do that. And she was like, so I want you to hear that. What you're saying is the only way to find health in that situation is to escape. And I'm like, well, you know, Lynn, when you put it like that, that sounds horrible. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, so why don't we try to find that balance? And I think that's just been so pivotal for me. And, you know, both can be true that I can be facing a really hard thing. And the fact is that I have very little control over that. But what balance can I build in the meantime that, again, future me is going to be so thankful that I learned how to do the hard thing and have the balance? So long-winded answer, but I do think that, you know, it's just so individualized. And I I guess if I had to say, you know, and just in a short and concise way is that if it's leading to that mental or that physical just unhealth, that might be a a, a good time to step away (laughs) from a hard thing. Yeah. I, uh... I would say hard, hard things by yourself are harder. And yeah. I think, you know, how, how do you know if you should stop doing things or keep doing it? 
having the right people around you is a very good, uh, I think it's a good indicator to, so I, the only way I can think of this is like being in like boneheaded relationships. Just cause that's, that's how I like, that's, that's me. Like I've had, no. yeah, <laughs> like I just, I just remember like, fighting for a relationship that I'm like, is this the desired outcome? Like, do mm-hmm. I, like, where is this leading me? Where is this going? And I had some people around me that helped me see like, oh, this is where you want to end up. This is definitely not going to get you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I think it's just, you know, we've talked about this on this podcast a lot is, is, is living with the end in mind. It's like thinking that, like taking that space of like, hey, where do I want to end up? What do I want my life to look like? And does this help me? Like, is this like beating my head up against the wall? Is this actually going to make a dent into the, the, the life that I want to live? Or mm-hmm. is it just... Uh, is it just causing me more and more pain? That's right. uh, and I love what you said that just is this unhealthy? I think that's such a key part of just really taking stock and having the right people mm-hmm. around you to be able to answer that question of just like, man, you, your, your, your life is unhealthy. It's not bearing any fruit. Mm-hmm. It's not, uh, it, it's, it, it's just, it's not, uh, you have no light. You have no joy in your life right now. Mm-hmm. Like these things suck because you're doing this unhealthy, uh, this unhealthy thing. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's, I, I think it's the, yeah, I don't know. I think that's just how I would know. Like when I look back in my life, like how do I know if I should stop doing these things? Mm-hmm. Like I wake up, I've been waking up. Well, no, that's a lie because now I have a newborn. So that's not <laughs> happening right now. But prior to my daughter being born, like waking up early has been great because I know I'm like, hey, I, I don't want to be, you know, the, you know, people's sexiest man alive. Like I'm not trying to be that, but I do. I, although I think You're I'm not gonna, trying I think to, I, I think you I, are. you know, you know, thanks, so, thanks guys. <laughs> thanks guys. But, but I, I do want, I do want a, a healthier life. So like getting up and riding the bike or running or working out or doing those things, uh, reading or whatever that is, like seeing the fruit that that produces over time. Like, yeah, that's hard, but that's producing health. Mm-hmm. Um, so Long answer again, long-winded yeah. answer again, but um, I don't know. I just think if you don't do the hard things now, they become harder later. Like no matter what, you're yeah. choosing your heart. So it's like either you're going to deal with the mess later, mm-hmm. you're going to deal with it later, or you can deal with it right now. Eat the frog like you were talking about. You're, you're so. nailing it. I mean, do you like the person you're becoming, right? When yeah. you woke up early, you feel great. feel great. You feel like you're becoming the person you want to become, right? When you were working your job, Heather, you were like, I don't like who I'm becoming. So you're right. You're becoming further away than the person, like further away of the person that you're wanting to become. So you're like, okay, I'm going to stop this. I'm going to stop. And I'm going to let me go the direction I want to go. And I think that is pivotal in just understanding like, who do I want to become? Okay, cool. Am I heading that direction? And then I think too is know yourself, right? right? Know yourself. Like for me, I'm preconditioned to want to do hard things and feel like if I'm doing hard things that I'm earning love, I'm earning trust, I'm earning those. And I'm like, no, no, that's not it. I Mm -hmm. can't do it for those reasons. Mm -hmm. And that's just my upbringing. Mm -hmm. I just grew up being like, you do hard things. Mm -hmm. It's what you do. And that's how you earn Jesus's love. That's how you earn the affection of others. That's how you, and it's like, no, but I do believe that there are going to be things, uh, spiritual muscles that I'm flexing, mm-hmm. physical muscles I'm hopefully flexing, even though I don't. Uh, but, but you know, I'm like, I want to have an active lifestyle. I, yeah. you know, I, I do want those things. So it's like figuring out, okay, like what does that look like? And um, maybe there's probably some hard things I need to quit because 
I know myself and I know I'm naturally uh, positioned to mm-hmm. um, check off the box because it mm-hmm. makes me feel good, even though it's not serving me. And then, you know, I think there's others of us here that don't like to do hard things. And we're just like, okay, I wasn't raised in that culture. And honestly, some good disciplines in your life will serve you well mm-hmm. in the long run. So um, growing that data, I, I here's what I know. I know we put a broad perspective. Right. We put a lot of different variety of ideas because we all do different hard things here at this table. But yeah. I believe God's going to prompt something in your heart that you know you need to start doing or you need to stop doing. <laughs> and my prayer is that you're obedient to that today and that you can move on that. Uh, we're praying for you. We love you. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Peace.